Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody. I'd like to welcome you to the How Social Are You podcast where we ask the question, are we more or less social because of social media? This is Mark Lindheimer, and you're listening to episode number 19. Today on the podcast, I welcome Sarah Browers, otherwise known as Travel with Sarah. She's a blogger and a social media influencer, and I can't wait for you to hear her story. So let's get started. Welcome to the podcast, Sarah. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. We we're introduced by a mutual friend, Suzanne Stavert, who was in one of the early podcast interviews that I did. So I'm really excited to talk to you that you guys are friends and connected, you know, through your mutual love of blogging and social media and uh, really interested and excited to hear your story. So welcome. Yes, glad to be here. I'm so glad I can be a part of this. Excellent. Well, listen, why don't we start out with a little bit of background on you? Why don't you share with the audience, you know, where you live, a little bit about your uh, business, your interests, and, you know, what you're doing with social media today? Oh, my gosh. It's just been a whirlwind. And and at the end of 2008, I hopped on the social media train when I started a so-called mom blog. And I didn't realize how social media would really change my life from there. And I started writing and I kind of thought, well, geez, how are people going to find out who I am or what I'm about? And I hopped on Twitter. I didn't go to Facebook. I was a, a slower one to hop on Facebook. You know, that tends to be the platform where everybody tends to jump on first. Mm-hmm. I did it kind of backwards. And Looking back, that was probably the best thing that ever happened to me because Twitter, I've made more business connections on Twitter than any other social media platform and continue to today. I kind of watched a lot of it and really just tried to learn how it all worked. And it's fascinating. I can live on a farm in Iowa. I can travel the world. I can, because of the internet and social media, I get to meet a lot of you know, people that I wouldn't have otherwise met in person because the magic really happens after you meet somebody online and you can meet them face to face in real life. And, you know, like in Skype and Google Hangouts are fantastic. You know, you can see people, but when you can take that relationship offline to face to face conversation, that's where the partnerships begin and things begin to really happen. So it's a fascinating space to be in. And I'm in North Iowa, and it was in June of 2013 
that I started our North Iowa Social Media Breakfast Club. And I kind of talked about doing it because, you know, everywhere I went from 2008 to 2013 in my local community and mentioned the word Twitter, there was an automatic eye roll, you know, like, what? Why does that lady need that? You know, Twitter's nothing. There's nothing to it. You know, just a fad, a phase that people are going through. And I guess I was a trailblazer and I didn't really realize it. And once I started Social Media Breakfast in 2013, from a local perspective, it really has brought awareness to our community. And, you know, my motto is I want people to be safer and smarter online. Um, When you're smarter online, I mean, I'm referring to you personally and from a business perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, those are two things that are intertwined. And I think people tend to forget about that sometimes when they're, you know, working in social media. But out of blogging and morphing into a travel writer and continuing to evolve, uh, I don't even know where to begin. It's just it, social media is it, it's a part of my life and who I am and what I'm about. And I, I wouldn't be fair to not say I'm proud to be a farmer's daughter. <laughs> I need to get that in there. You know, uh, that's another aspect. You know, um, agriculture is a huge place for social media. And I don't think, you know, a farmer 10 years ago would have realized that social media would be a part of their lives today. And that's a whole other, you know, whole other sphere of things. So it's a fantastic space to be in. And I love it. I love uh, it. Outside, outstanding. I, I love your passion and your energy. Um, I love your story. And I think of all the people that I've interviewed thus far, you know, getting your start on Twitter is really something, you know, 140 characters and uh, to grow a following and to, you know, understand the power of, of the Twitter platform is really interesting. And because uh, you're right, most people jump onto Facebook because of their family or, you know, friends or, or you know, whatever. Um, that certainly was the case for me. And, you know, I honestly spend more time on Twitter now than I do on any other platform. Um, I don't have my largest following on on Twitter that that would be on Instagram. But, uh, you know, it's just really interesting where we find our niche uh, on social media. But the rules apply, you know, being safe and smart uh, apply across all platforms. And so you're bringing that knowledge to your local community or to your audience uh, beyond, you know, is a really a powerful message because, you can get caught up in, in, uh, in different things that aren't so smart (laughs) and, uh, aren't so safe. And so, uh, what a, what a great uh, value you bring to the people that you're working with. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, your, uh, various blogs, uh, cause I know you have three that I know of and, um, and, uh, you know, how do you manage, uh, creating content for those blogs. How do you segment your your time around that? And you know, you can mention what they are, but what uh, what is the goal for each of them? Yeah, so social connections, socialsaraconnections.com is a social media business. And and here's the crazy thing about that: I was blogging, and a company in Ohio found me on Twitter. Okay, mm-hmm. this goes back to like 2010. I found a job on Twitter. I wasn't even looking for one. (laughs) And um, I started managing social media for for businesses. And the ironic thing out of that was 
uh, they were working with me because they liked on Twitter. Mm -hmm. You know, that speaks volumes. That yeah. goes back to your tweets represent who you are and what you're about and that power of a tweet. And I, I grew a business. I grew a social media business out of blogging that I honestly never saw coming. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of my entrepreneurial friends are like, wow, you know, but that, that is, it's exactly what happened. And so social Sarah connections is, is where I tend to put things of online safety and social media tips and feature some entrepreneurial women in North Iowa. That's kind of a passion of mine is women in business. I sometimes think they just aren't showcased maybe the way that I feel they should be. So if I can give them a little extra oomph and love, I'm more than happy to do that to help them out. And Travel with Sarah. Travel with Sarah actually came out of All in an Iowa Mom's Day. And All in an Iowa Mom's Day was my original blog. It's still online. I'm, I am not writing on it at this mm -hmm. time, and it's probably going to sit. Um, <laughs> my boys, uh, and, and once you're a mom, you're always a mom. Right. But when that blog was started, Nobody told me that all in an Iowa moms day.com was too long. <laughs> you know, there weren't resources like there are today. Right. I mean, even podcasts like this, the, the resources weren't there. So I look back at it and I'm like, you know, I did okay. I did the best that I could. And once the Des Moines register, Iowa's premier newspaper picked up on that way back when that kind of launched things that I never saw coming, mm -hmm. but then that morphed into travel. I was using Twitter and then I was getting some invites through Twitter. You know, I was an influencer and I didn't realize that I was a social media influencer. Mm -hmm. I didn't know the term or anything, what it was. And uh, my family, we were at SeaWorld in Florida, you know, and I wrote my posts on that. They hosted us for the day and I was starting to do more travel stuff and people were reaching out to me to write travel, but I didn't have a travel platform. <laughs> and actually when Travel with Sarah was born was when Twitter I was Sarah mom of two on Twitter, Sarah mom of two, the number two for, oh gosh, for probably five years. And then Twitter decided to count down because of suspicious activity. Hmm. And that hurt because my 8,500 followers on Twitter were real people. Right. You know, they were real people. They were not paid any of that. So, okay. I thought, okay, well, this is maybe my little push that I need to go into travel more. Travel with Sarah, domain available, Twitter handle available. So I got a thousand people to come over to travel with Sarah on Twitter. And Twitter was really no help yeah. <laughs> at getting my account back. That's what I and, hear. And uh, about three weeks later, after I'd kind of tried to figure out what I was going to do and got these people over there, they sent me an email and said, oh, we're so sorry, Sarah, mom of two, you can have your account back. Hmm. And you can't take your travel with Sarah and move it over to that account so I'm travel with Sarah on Twitter where I don't, I think I have 7,500 followers over there maybe. And then uh, Sarah mom of two became social Sarah B. Mm -hmm. That was my original Twitter account. And that's where I tweet things that are to online safety and um, you know, being safe and smart online and business, business right. things to the, the just business things and entrepreneurial things and, uh, but it hurt because Sarah Mama too, I could be in an elevator in let's just say Washington D.C. and get off of it, and somebody'd say, "Oh, there's Sarah Mama too." Mm -hmm. So I had a great profile picture, but I also had an engaging community on Twitter. Right. 
you know, and that, and that meant a lot. So travel with Sarah and social Sarah connections. And then uh, Midwest travel bloggers is a community that Lisa Trudell of the walking tourists and I are, are building. And we've been on doing that for a couple of years. We showcase destinations across the Midwest on Twitter. Twitter is a hmm. big flat platform that we're using now, and we're expanding into other platforms to showcase the destinations. But the first and third Wednesday of every month, from 11 a.m. till noon Central Time, we do the Midwest Travel Chat. Okay. And we feature a Midwest destination. And that came about because I was tired of, don't get me wrong, these Twitter chats are great, you know, <laughs> Expedia chat, your cruise chats, your, all these places I love to go and things I love right. to do. And I'm like, okay, nobody is talking about flyover country, right? You know, mm-hmm. we're, Midwest is known as flyover country. And I said to Lisa, why don't we, why don't we get something going to the Midwest and promote it? Mm-hmm. Boom. Born, you know, and we've ran with it since. So it, they all intertwine, you know, they're all together and they're me and I call it my crazy, simple little life. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that is amazing. You know, but it's not work. No, no. You're doing what you love. And so you're, you know, you've created a brand and a, and a platform, uh, you know, off of Twitter that has allowed you to do some of the fun stuff that you do and to connect with people and to make friends and to bring value. And, you know, that's the whole thing that I think is so interesting about social media today is that it's not just, you know, it's just not a place where, you know, it's misdirected or it's uh, just a hodgepodge. You, if you're, if you're smart about it, you can find anything you want. You can curate your own information. You can gain knowledge. Um, you can connect with people. There's so much that you can accomplish on any platform, um, Twitter being one of them, to find out, you know, what you're interested in. I During the election, I used Twitter to, to just filter out what I didn't, I wasn't interested in and focus in on what I was interested in. And it sent, sent me down so many interesting paths, you know, uh, and, and a lot of people don't realize that you're not, you are able to do that. You don't have to see the stuff that, you know, you don't want to see. You can clean that right. up very easily. Yeah. And it's a powerful platform um, for for that. You know, I love podcasting because I can get a message out to an audience of people that are interested in social media, you know, and that could be any topic. Um, I, I feel the same way about social media platforms, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, that I can, you know, I can direct my interests to areas that I'm interested in and I can filter out what I don't want. And too many people don't realize that. So have you kind of experienced that in the people you've worked with or the education you provided? Well, I think a lot of people just think there's too much noise in a lot of social media and Twitter lists are fantastic. And I'm guilty of not using them as much as I probably should, because that is a way to funnel, funnel down the noise and help you be organized uh, but Twitter's where I get most of my news. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
Me too. It's and, so and, easy. And the list, the list, I, I highly recommend the lists because you can set up public list and private lists. You can have different topics. You know, so I have my favorite sports teams. I have, you know, social media influencers and different things like that. So when I add people to a particular list, if it's if it's public, they see that and they can peruse that list if they, you know, and I've been added to a few lists and I always kind of poke around inside of those and see what's what's going on. But you're right. You know, you can you can really direct, you know, what you're looking for. And uh, if you're smart, you know, or if you, you know, have access to people like you who can who can, you know, uh, provide that that information that people can then uh, apply to their social media activity. Yeah, it's it is. And it's just it's a lot of times what I find is people are just afraid to use it sometimes because they're afraid they're going to you know, there is the good, the bad, and the ugly. I mean, sure. it's just the reality of it. And most of it, you can, it's not, if you think about it, the grandma rule does work before you post anything. Mm-hmm. And if it is a big boo-boo, you can usually delete it if it's, yeah. you know, but there are such a thing as screenshots. Sure. And people tend to forget that. Yeah. Um, it, it is. It's just being safe and being smart. And I, I that's a, a big thing of mine. And the other thing is, you know, and Suzanne, you know, I I met her and we're collaborating and we're actually speaking on a panel at the women in travel summit on blogging and midlife. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times people tend to think that, you know, it's a 20 something that is the person running around writing all these stories and sharing these videos on travel. No, guess what? Mm -hmm. (laughs) We can do it too, you know, and that's what I love about social media is I can be in a room with people from ages 15 to 80. Yeah. What's so neat about it is everybody has the same interest. It's social media and everybody wants to learn more about it, but I can learn a lot from the other people in the room. The things that I'm really good at, Guess what? The 17-year-old is probably not really good at that, but that 17-year-old is really good at something that they can teach me. They can, I can learn a lot from them. Right. So it, it's a win-win with social media from that aspect. Uh, you brought up video. Um, you know, what's, what's your thinking about video in social media and, and the trend and use of it uh, today and in the future? Oh, I think video is is huge because of the use of smartphones and uh, everybody's a photographer. And I think everybody's now becoming videographers. And what's, what scares me is, you know, how those pictures and videos are portrayed and come across sometimes in, in a most, not so much in the business world, but in the personal world and how people are using it. Mm -hmm. I do feel that a lot of people don't realize that when they share these things on social media, they are sharing it with the World Wide Web. You know, right. people say all the time, well, I'm just sharing it with my friends. Well, mm-hmm. you need to remember it's the World Wide Web people. Right. It's it's not just your friends. Yeah, there there is definitely some caution in that. I think as entrepreneurs uh, given what you know, Twitter's doing with Periscope and Instagram with Live and Stories and Facebook with um, you know Facebook Live, that is really the future of content, and uh, it's a way to have a dialogue. You know, uh, YouTube has YouTube Live, so there's so many different things that you know. If we wanted to make this public, we could invite an audience into it, 
and have, uh, you know, have more of an interactive dialogue with people. And that's something I'd like to do in the future, certainly. But you're right, you know, from a personal perspective, you know, having a, uh, a, uh, a plan for what you're, you know, videoing, uh, having a message and, you know, you, you know, using the grandma rule, <laughs> um, is really yeah, a smart way to go. It is what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I've been uh, playing around with B dot live, you know, that's a, on Facebook where you can do like a live interview with somebody. It's, I call it a mini blab session. Cause you mm-hmm. know, blab was here today, gone tomorrow. Yeah. And I've been playing around with that and, you know, I'm not afraid to try it new. Um, first time I tried it was take one to the trash. <laughs> Second time was take two. Oh, it worked. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I just tell people, you know what, try it. It may be for yeah. your audience, but it may not be. Sure. But if you no, never try it, you're never going to know. <laughs> yeah. It, it, as far as the, you know, your blogging and your, and your social media activity, you've certainly found, you know, consulting opportunities or running social media for companies or projects for companies. What would be some advice to people that are out there that are, they're looking to, you know, monetize their social media or to find, um, you know, ways that they can bring their skill set in social media, you know, to the marketplace in order to, you know, create uh, some income. Do you have some advice? Cause you started in 2008. That's, you know, that's at the, at the early stages. And there's so many people out there that say, I'm a social media expert. I'm a consultant. I'm an influencer. I'm this, I'm that, you know, do they really have the experience and the, and the, and the structure to bring to, you know, somebody's brand or a company's brand. So wondering if you could share a little bit about that. Well, you know, the one thing is, is I think what I bring to it is, you know what, I'm in this with my feet. Mm -hmm. My boots are in it. Uh, what I find, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm, I could never work well at a college. Mm-hmm. I could never read out of a textbook because <laughs> you know what? I, my mind does not work that way. I'm a right. doer. I, 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 I'm a doer and social media, like I said, try it. And if it doesn't work, you move on. But the best advice I can give people is to get yourself in front of your business you want to work with. Get yourself in front, get yourself in front of the CEO, mm-hmm. get yourself in front of them face to face. Yeah. I can't tell you with social media, we all get a little comfortable thinking, oh, well, we're just here in our own little worlds at home working or, um, but you need to continue with those face to face and real life connections. If you don't, I, I don't see that you will be as, you may be successful, but I'll tell you what, you're going to leave a lot of money outside mm-hmm. your bank account because yeah. you did not put yourself out there to meet people face to face. And that, that is the best on. advice. Yeah. You said that early yeah. on, you know, taking the relationship from digital to personal and, and meeting face to face, even what we're doing now isn't face to face. It is, but it's not, you know, we right. don't have a relationship uh, as a result, especially in the business world, you know, you really need to meet with people and um, yeah, you have really to, important. but tools like this are great. But mm-hmm. they, they, build on, they build on relationships. And here's the thing. We have a mutual contact. We have a yeah. mutual contact. And who knows where we may actually be face-to-face. Yeah. It would not exactly. surprise me if we are. And yeah. it's, it's those relationships that really do matter. And, and that also means, you know, put good content out there. Yeah. You don't just put content out there to put content out there. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting. Work. 
I have a friend uh, who I actually interviewed on the podcast uh, a couple episodes ago named Jeremiah, and he's now doing much more focused uh, Facebook Live um, broadcasts, largely because he gets so much engagement and because, you know, the audience that he's built really has asked him to do more. And it's very, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of it's motivational, a lot of it's real talk, a lot of it is, is um, you know, uh, inspirational. And it's really a great uh, uh, platform for him. But, you know, when you meet this guy in person, you know, it's, it's beyond what you see on the screen. And so it's really interesting having known him, you know, personally, and then social media and interviewing him and, and watching him evolve in his brand. Um, there's so much possible with, with social media today to get your brand out in front of people. But you're right, you know, to have those personal relationships, you know, that you build uh, are so critical. And that really leads me, I think, well, to the question, you know, that we pose on this podcast, are we more or less social because of social media? So I'm really interested in your take on that, given your, you know, uh, experience for quite, say, you no, know, for such a long period of time. I honestly think as a society, we are less social. I mm-hmm. honestly do. I love social media. It's a part of my life. It helps me pay my bills. I see too many people that are wrapped up in it and they will not put their phones down. They, I, I it is a concern that I have. Mm-hmm. And I know that comes from my, you know, wanting to educate people on being safer and smarter online. And I do have a concern for our kids because I really feel that I know kids are watching their parents. They're watching mm-hmm. parents and grandparents. Right. And when a child says to grandma in the grocery store, would you put your phone down, grandma? Mm-hmm. That says a lot to where we are in our society. Now, is that being social? Maybe it is, maybe it's not. But for right. me, being social is to really getting out and living your life and having face-to-face conversations with people. And, you know, being an entrepreneur, I'm in my house. I work at home a lot, but I make it a point to get out, mm-hmm. to go to different things in my community when I am home and not on the road. because. Local does matter. We yeah. want to dream big. We want to go a lot of places and do big things, but we can do big things local. We can do that. That's interesting. So what are some of the tips that you would provide or give to people or you've given in the past to be more social with social media? Uh, biggest thing that I would say is to be you know that funnel. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to use Facebook as an example. I think a lot of people, you know, they have their funnel of people that they like. Maybe they believe this. Maybe they believe that. I think we we all have to be, you know, it's the saying, you know, we have to agree to disagree. But the reality is have a conversation with people. Don't blast whatever your opinion is, whatever you're selling. Um, Don't be that person. You know, be somebody who's engaging and wants to help, you know, be a friend to people. I think a lot of people that are on social media, they're on there because they don't have friends and friends and relationships. And if if you just be a good person online, you can be the person that that helps them along the way. So, I mean, that's that's a, a good thing, you know, can be a good thing, but. I see too many people that are just caught up in it and that's all they're doing. I mean, they're not going to different events because they have to be on Facebook. And it's like, really? 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. It can be all consuming. I, I like that point though about you know bringing value to your audience on social media, but you know when when you're out and meeting with people personally, getting to know them and connecting, and you know putting the phone aside, and you know spending time uh, in the moment with that person. And it's, it's, uh, it's a challenge with social media, you know, because yeah. that phone is always there. You know, the, moti- uh, the notifications are going off. There's all kinds of things that are happening while we're talking, you know, that we're unaware of. And it takes a certain amount of discipline, actually, to be able to set that aside and be focused on who you're talking to and who you're with. And, you know, I've, Honestly, I've been guilty of it in the past, but I've, I think I've gotten a lot better, a lot better at being focused and, and uh, in the moment, especially when I'm with people uh, personally. You know, I spend a lot of time by myself working and, you know, doing the things that we do as entrepreneurs. But I think, you know, yep. uh, it's, it's really, you know, it, it translates over to when you're with your family and respecting the time you have together, uh, you know, to make sure that you're not distracted by what might be going on on the phone. Yeah. And and it happens. It happens to everybody. But here's the thing. Okay. So I love to travel and I spent a couple of days at at Disney world in Florida with my husband in January. Mm -hmm. I spent one whole day without my phone. I left it in the hotel room. So here's the deal people. If I can do that, tell me know that I like to post. I like to share my day, but you know what? I had to take that day and just leave my phone in the hotel room and it was fine. Mm. <laughs> nothing real, nothing went wrong. It'll my be, phone stayed together. My yeah. social channel still existed. It was good. It was a good day. Now thinking back, okay, well, I didn't get that photo because I didn't have my phone with me that day. Okay. Mm. Does that matter? Does it really matter in the grand scheme of things? No. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's great. That is great. So, so you mentioned some of your websites and I really do appreciate your coming on. If you could kind of reshare how people can follow you and find you on, on, uh, you know, on your various social channels and your websites, you know, so that they can reach out. I'll certainly be updating the the show notes with information as well. Yes. Um, Sarah Brewers, you can find me on LinkedIn. It's B-R-O-E-R-S. You can find me at travel with Sarah, no H. Uh, pretty much on Instagram. Uh, my blog is Travel with Sarah. You can find me on Facebook. Everything's Travel with Sarah related to travel and Social Sarah Connections. Again, no H. I'm easy with yeah. that. Um, Social Sarah Connections and Social Connections LLC on Facebook. Now for social media tips there. And we didn't even get into it. I've got a new project started locally with homegrown social media. Okay. Homegrown social media where uh, another a gentleman in our community that is real, we're great partners in this because he's a social media enthusiast, but he's a techie kind of guy. Okay, I'm the social part and we're bringing social home. So we're taking our classes on the road and doing some different things. Um, but can you believe that homegrown social media was a domain name available? Wow. <laughs> Isn't that phenomenal? Wouldn't you say it was meant to be? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, it's again continuing to evolve, and um, in the Midwest here, I'll be real honest, it we're a little slower to embrace <laughs> uh, things than other parts of the country. So if you you know you've lived in the Midwest at one point in your life, yeah, and but 
thing, but um, people here are a little more, they're a little less apt to jump on some of the newer things. So well, you have a great we're getting there. You have a great opportunity to educate people and pull them along. And, you know, you mentioned early on about, um, you know, the farming community and social media, and it doesn't seem to make sense that, you know, it would have a place in, in social media, but, you know, I can think of plenty of examples of where I've, I've, uh, you know, I love to eat and uh, I love to travel <laughs> yeah, and, yep. uh, you know, you dine in restaurants and, you know, it's farm to table and they're highlighting those, those farms that were there, uh, you know, getting the, you know, the natural organic food. And there's always a story and you can actually connect from that menu that you see in front of you. You can search for them on, you know, on social media and find their presence, uh, you know, very easily. So, you know, I can see how that opportunity in where you live in flyover mm-hmm. country might be a huge opportunity for you to help these, these amazing uh, growers to, to get their message out. Yep. Yep. It's a phenomenal space to be in. And, I also work with auctioneers. Hmm. You may not know that about me. I'm the social media instructor at Worldwide College of Auctioneering. So people don't think that. They say, why would auctioneers need social media? Really? (laughs) Of course they need social media, right? Everybody needs it. Right, exactly. So it's always interesting when I say that and people are like, oh, I never thought about that. But every profession, there's a place for social media. There absolutely is. There absolutely is. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate your being on the podcast. I think, you know, that our, our audience is going to get tremendous value and, and, you know, I'm sure they'll be seeking you out for, for information and following you on, on your Twitter. I know I am. And, and, uh, you know, I'm excited to, to post this. Um, if you're interested in, in this podcast, if you've listened to it and you've enjoyed it, you know, we love to get reviews. You can find us uh, at the How Social Are You podcast on iTunes. We love five-star reviews and we love to, uh, to have, you know, something written about us. That really helps us a lot. You can also find us on Spreaker and Stitcher, on Google Play and on SoundCloud. So we're on all the major platforms. I'll be launching a website in the near future. You can reach me at M Lindheimer on Twitter, uh, M E Lindheimer on Facebook. I'm also on LinkedIn and um, all the social platforms, Instagram, M E Lindheimer. So, you know, I look forward to in the future, having more great guests like Sarah on the podcast. We appreciate your feedback and your listening and look forward to sharing with you more in the future. Thanks everybody. 